Lauren and I'm Christina and this is our podcast Let's Shoot a Fat. We talk about international student experiences, navigating the challenges of young adult life and other fun topics like favorite movies, books or songs. Thanks for tuning in and let's get into today's episode. Hello. Hello. We are here to record. It's been a struggle because Lauren forgot her mic. I did. Once again. What this you, time in a different country, not in a different apartment. What do you mean? When Remember? Did, I don't. What? Well, one time I left it at the other apartment and we walked all the way to your apartment from class wanting to record and then I forgot oh. it. That I was to go back to get the mic, forgot my keys. <laughs> that was a really long time ago, though. It was in the first semester, no? I think so, yeah. God. Different, different world. <laughs> yeah, but we, I mean, that's why you will hear the sound is a little bit different because we're doing it through, like, a phone call. But it's fine. <laughs> Hopefully. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying. It's going to be only for one episode, so hopefully yes. you'll stick here. All right. And only for the introduction. Oh, true, true. Yeah. All right, because this is the bonus episode. <laughs> true, we have to mention that. Part two with Brienne, because we just kept on talking. And <laughs> I mean, this part, I mean, you'll see. You'll see when you listen to it. But it's it's about many different random topics. But I feel like it's entertaining. So <laughs> you have that to look forward to. Yes. But as always, recap. Yes, it's been... Two weeks. Two weeks? I think so. It's been, like the time has it's weird. Like I don't even I don't know. I'm really confused. I arrived on the twenty first slash twenty second and that has been it's the what is it? It's the thirtieth. Thirtieth. Yeah, so like yeah. eight or nine days. Yeah. And I feel like I've done nothing, but I've also done a lot. Agreed. <laughs> because when I arrived, we had the next day we had dinner, like Christmas dinner with my dad and my grandpa. And it was really nice. Although I was like, I felt weird, but in a different way than last time. How nice, a different weird. <laughs> I know. We love to experience them <laughs> But I think it was because I was so, like, overwhelmed in the sense of, like, wanting to see everybody and, like, being in this kind of, like, rush. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I was, like, sitting at the dining table, just, like, relaxing, not doing anything. And But, like, inside, there were, like, all these feelings. So it was really weird. But it was fine. And I was so happy that I'm seeing my family and everything. And then the day after that, we had dinner with my mom. And then from then on, we went on, like, we went to visit so many people. We went to visit my mom's boyfriend's parents, then my aunt, then, like, other people came to our house. It's been insane. I love that, though. I mean, me too, because, like, you get the chance to talk to a lot of people. And it's different because in Spain, like, yeah, we, we are around people and stuff, but it's not, like, constant. And here, those, like four or five days were like visit visit people socializing <laughs> it was crazy but we went to see avatar too oh my god it's huge it, i still haven't seen it uh, it's i you have to go see it like it's really good 
but it killed me at the same time. That's why I'm worried. She, she messaged a group chat. She was like, I cried multiple times. <laughs> and I was like, do I want to see this? I mean, no, it's, it's like the thing I liked most about it is that it's fiction. But at the same time, it like subtly showed or like focused on different topics like that are current in like today's world and society and stuff and I really like that about it because like I said it was fiction but at the same time it was also like working with some current issues but very not in a very visible way I would say I think only like a certain amount of people like noticed this like nicely added to the story yeah. like integrated well yeah exactly so I no, really love it. <laughs> you have to go see it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I just I'll I'll make it work. I just don't know when yeah. But definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean with me, honestly, I have big news. This night was the first night I didn't dream about the exams. <laughs> I thought, you said I have big news. I was like, oh my god, what's going on? I mean I it it is so important. Like, no, you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> I mean it is very important. It is very big news. <laughs> But I was like, why the hell do I keep? I was missing exams. I was late for exams. I was failing exams in my dreams. And I was like, why the hell? It's been days. But I think it's because I spent every day, like, editing the exam vlog. Oh, I mean. I think that was it. Because it was still very present in my mind. And, like, I worked on it a little bit every day, more or less, for the past week now. And so I guess that's why I kept dreaming about it. Because I was like, this is insanity. Like, it's been this been a week. <laughs> I mean, but it makes yeah. sense. Huh? It makes sense. It makes sense. And now I'm done with the exam block. So now, you know, I can move on with my life. And you can go watch <laughs> it. <laughs> huh? Yes, go watch it. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it brings me so much joy. It is hilarious to me. Um. So, yeah. But that's not the important part. I also, I came back, like, yesterday, a week ago. And to me, it was also weird, but I think it was weird because somehow I had not yet, like, ended the, the, like, whole... I didn't have any closure. That sounds dramatic. But, like, I finished the exam, and then I came home, and I never really, like, ended the whole exam thing in my brain. I mean, as you see, I still dreamed about it. (laughs) So, like, the transition was very weird. But we celebrated Christmas. It was really nice. Um... We, I was not in the, like, Christmas thingy, though, Christmas mood, but... You weren't? Why? Not at all. I kept, I don't know, I just, I once again blame exams. I don't know, but I was, on the day before Christmas, I kept having to remind myself, tomorrow's Christmas, tomorrow's Christmas. On the day of Christmas, I kept having to remind myself, Lauren, today is Christmas. (laughs) So I don't know what was going on there, but it was nice nevertheless. And then... Yeah, from then on, I met up with a couple of friends. We went to our, like, vacation home, like, up in the mountains, which was nice. But I was up there. I want snow. Desperately, I want snow. Same. There was snow right before I came to Switzerland. As soon as I came to Switzerland, there was rain, snow gone. (laughs) So I went to the mountains. I was like, maybe there will be snow. There was no snow. I left yesterday afternoon. I left the, the, like, vacation house. This morning, there was snow. No! And at this point, I this is personal, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is an attack. 
yeah. But it was still nice. My grandparents were there, too. I went with my mom. My grandparents were there. So I was only there for one full day. But we went on a little, like, walk slash hike. We, we watched a lot of skiing. Um, <laughs> my grandfather is very passionate. And played games. We cooked. You know, it was very nice and relaxed. And there's no Wi-Fi, which was nice for a second. Mm. And, Yeah. That was it. Yesterday I met up with more friends and finally gave one of my friends her birthday present. Her birthday's in April. No, <laughs> March. March. Oh my God. And the December is when she got her present. But to be fair, in my defense, I had the gift in summer. I just forgot to give it to her and then I left. So, you know, it's fine. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a nice week and I did like, I tried to completely block out university and yeah, just, yeah. I mean, to be like, honest, it was a vacation. yeah, to be honest, I had a hard time after I came back to like, let all the university things go Me too. because I still like had the thought of the econ exam that we have to do in January in my head. And then also I told, I think I don't know when I told you. I told you someday today. I don't know. Okay. Sometime today. And I said that I still felt like it wasn't closed. And like when I left Madrid, I still didn't feel like the exams are done. Like my when I was flying home, it was so weird because one, I didn't fly straight to Prague. I flew to Vienna, which was kind of throwing me off because usually, you know, I would land in Prague. Yeah. I would cry because I was. I would be like, I'm home you know and that didn't you know, happen <laughs> exactly but this time I flew to Vienna so when we landed I was like well I'm still abroad somewhere <laughs> you know True. but I mean as soon as I got into the car with my mom it was like we talked the whole time you know it, it was good but I still didn't feel like the semester's done and I don't feel like that 100% now but it's way better because today I think yesterday and today we got some grades back so now we know we passed three out of four exams right the fourth yeah. one the most difficult one <laughs> we still don't know you know gotta <laughs> keep the tension I mean Somehow. yeah so at least I know I'm not gonna repeat a lot of <laughs> classes yeah. or exams I mean I hope I don't have to repeat any of those but at least now we know some grades and I'm so happy because I just I don't know I still feel like I'm in the first semester you know like I, I don't think about the second one at all because it's just it's just not done I mean we do still have an exam yeah that's the thing yeah, it's really strange I think but that's it's, what's messing with us probably yeah because yeah I mean I have not even started thinking about yeah me anything neither. about the second semester yeah me neither but I feel like though like how do you feel about like having to come back and and all that because to be honest I feel really like at peace with it in the sense of like I've done so much already like I saw like all family members I saw a bunch of friends we went yesterday it was amazing because we went bowling with my friends we basically spent almost the whole day together because they were they, we were supposed to go bowling at like six I think and they were like but can we do something now I'm bored so we just like we just did 
random things before we went bowling then we went bowling then we hung out after that and then maybe we're supposed to like hang out tonight again and then tomorrow we'll celebrate new year's eve together so like i don't know i just feel you know how we were so worried about having to come back and how little time we will have i mean obviously it would be nice to be able to stay the whole time here but i kind of feel like we will have enough time what do you think I feel okay about it. Like, I thought it would stress me out more. The only thing that's stressing me out is everybody around me, like, reminding me constantly. They're like, oh, but you need to do this now because you're only here for three weeks. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, no, but we need to meet up now because you're only here for three weeks. I'm like, I, I've got it under control. <laughs> but I feel like I'll be able to fit everything into those three weeks. And I feel like it'll, I mean, maybe I'll start freaking out yeah. like, the days before, possibly. But as of now, like, one week's done, and I feel okay. Yeah. I'm really... It's more... The studying's annoying me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same. But not necessarily the time. Okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, yeah, same. I'll see how I feel when I have to fly back. Yeah. And study, because the studying is really annoying. But the thing is, my friend... Now she wants to do like three exams on January 5th. <laughs> she wants to have them done soon because she she's doing the Erasmus in Valencia for the next semester. And so she's like, I have to study, I have to study. So I don't feel like, I mean, the fact that other people are still studying and having exams too is helping exactly. because I'm not like the only one who like has to skip events and stuff because I yeah. have to study. No, I was talking to my friend the other day, and she literally has exams on the 15th and the 17th, Mm -hmm. which is when we have them. And we were talking about studying together, maybe going to the library of her university and studying there. So that made me feel better, too. Because, I mean, it's not like everybody around me is just doing nothing, you know? A lot of people have exams in January, or they're working, or... So it'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. this is the second part of an episode with our friend Brianne that we did a couple of episodes ago and it's just the second part so it doesn't have any like pretty start I would say I don't know you edited it I don't know <laughs> no it's nothing nice but just enjoy it it's a bunch of random things which we had a lot of fun talking about so hopefully you'll enjoy it too yeah maybe if you haven't listened to the first part go check that out too yeah or you can make it into it. I saw that you did a part two before. Yeah. We did. I just want to be yeah. on two episodes. <laughs> trying to push this for as I mean, long I as I can. Of, you know what? I was thinking we could do like split into episodes and do... My plan is working. <laughs> do the second one like after because we have two more and like before we go home, right? So mm, we can just true. use it because we don't have to record it. True, true, true. So on part two of this episode... <laughs> I have two more questions. Do you have more questions? Not right now. Okay. <laughs> Think of them. <laughs> so. You want more? I want more questions. <laughs> I love answering questions. <laughs> so number one is how is your relationship with the U.S. Ooh. now that you've lived abroad for so That's long? That's such a good question. That I'm so interested in hearing the answer. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not a fan. <laughs> Generally um, not a fan. Never really felt like I was American, which is the weirdest thing. I've said this to... to other people as well. I've always felt European ever since I was, I mean, English, but 
Brexit. So European, yeah, because <laughs> I'm pro-European. Um, I've always felt European and never really felt like I was in the country that I was from. And and I found this. Um, a, there was a quote that s- said something along the lines of like geography is destiny. So where you're born can dictate what you do with your life. And I've had the um, fortune of being born in this country where I could do the things that I I eventually was able to do and to move out of that country without too much of a hassle, just paperwork, mm-hmm. um, not through violence or anything like that, but just, well, it can be quite violent, the paperwork, but <laughs> you want to kill someone, <laughs> but, but not any physical violence. So I've had the fortune of being able to move because of that. But however, mm-hmm. I don't want to live in the States just because I feel like I've, I'm not American anymore. And I don't really follow a lot of the American, like, like gung-ho American things. Um, I don't celebrate any of the um, the festivals or, or holidays that they have. I'm much more in tune with, because there's more here, um, <laughs> the saints stuff here that we have. Um, not that I'm religious, but again, there's so many saints that they mm-hmm. celebrate, so there's more days off. I'm more, I'm, <laughs> it's more relevant to me here. Yeah, yeah no, it's very, I, I don't feel American. Um, and it's the oddest thing going back, because when I, when I do go back, I feel such a culture shock. Mm-hmm. of seeing of seeing things that i don't relate to at all even down to like daily things that people talk mm-hmm. about i find it so mundane and i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> i like i roll my eyes if i see americans in in madrid I actually pretend i'm french i mean yeah yeah i pretend i'm french uh if i'm walking <laughs> through the streets and an american asks me for directions i've done it several times much to my pleasure because i'm getting you know use of my french but, of course. <laughs> yeah. but yeah just i don't know i don't i don't feel it and i feel kind of annoyed being associated with it and having like people being like oh well in your country i'm like yeah but i don't believe in any of that mm-hmm. like i'm not i'm not really i know i it's it's difficult because there's something that i read recently from a, a writer and i think i was telling you this actually the other the other week graham norton Mm-hmm. who is a television, like a, what's he called? It's like a personality. He has his own talk show. Yeah. Great show, Graham Norton. <laughs> uh, watch it. Um, uh, he wrote a book, and in his latest book, he wrote several books, but in his latest book, he's talking about how he, as a gay man, left Ireland during a very, um, during a, a turbulent time where, you know, some civil rights weren't available, mm. Uh mainly for him the thing that uh, pertained to him was gay marriage and just being able to live your life as a gay man in ireland um and he left and when he went back to ireland things had changed the rules had changed the they passed gay marriage and it became legal and he had this struggle of leaving a country that was repressive and not and not having stayed to make sure that he was able to celebrate what now people can celebrate like not Mm -hmm. fighting for that And it was really interesting hearing him say that, or yeah, because it was in an interview that he was discussing this, hearing him say that, like, I feel kind of bad not being there and trying to fight for a lot of the things that are going on there, like that I don't, that, you know, I'm so pro-healthcare and pro-free healthcare. I'm so anti-racist, like all of these things, but it's like, I feel bad not being there fighting for that. Mm. But then for my own sanity, I'm like, I can't be there because I don't believe in that and I I don't yeah. believe in all of the hatred that, that may surround me or that I see. Mm-hmm. It may not be everywhere, but it's so obvious to me. That I'm like, mm-hmm. ugh, I can't be there. So it's a bit love-hate yeah. relationship in that I could change it if I was there, maybe. Being one yeah. voice amongst many. Um, 
or I could be here and live the life that I want to yeah. live and, and, you know, contribute to that free healthcare. <laughs> so yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit odd, but I don't want to move back that for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to stay in Spain, maybe somewhere else. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know where life will take me, but yeah, I don't want to go back to the States, which oh, is right. everyone always goes. <gasps> Shock. Yeah. Everyone is so shocked, but no, don't want to go back. Hmm. So I mean, for me, it's like, I'm not as, I don't even know how to say it about it, like excited about the US or like, I wouldn't, before when I was younger, I was like, that was me, my, that would be my dream to like live there. But I think it was just from the movies, it, yeah, you know, yeah. it looked glorious. And then once I got younger and I uh, I got older. <laughs> she Benjamin Buttoned it? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Tell me the secrets. <laughs> once I got older and I visited it like twice and i also know a lot more things about it now like how it works about yeah the healthcare for example i'm like no i don't want to and i don't know how people live there for like when we have um exchange students here i always ask them like how how do you like why would you take out a loan to study in university like how do you do that do you not feel like pressured and and they're like yeah i do but it's just the way it is yeah yeah it's totally yeah you don't you don't see the difference until you leave that system um yeah because it's a huge country it takes a while like i remember moving to england and with the nhs they and it's free healthcare, and that was one of the first things that people would say to me and they're like oh you're a crappy country that doesn't have free healthcare." and i'm like healthcare's free <laughs> like it's possible yeah. to have free healthcare. what are you talking about mm. and then when they tell me about university and kind of like the help they get i'm like what what do you mean that you can do this or when they tell me, what, weren't you telling me something along the lines of like, sometimes the tuition is not that expensive. And I was crying in a corner. I don't want to say <laughs> the amount because I actually don't remember. But it's not as expensive for sure as paying for rent. <laughs> what do you <laughs> Two mean? months rent here. How much tuition is in Spain? Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's inexpensive, isn't it? Very it's not, a, yeah. Very inexpensive, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, for me, it is because in the Czech Republic, it's completely free. But yeah, oh, I mean, that's that's also right, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like so interesting. I was going to say that even me and Lauren, and we're both from Europe, it's still like we still have these like differences mm. when I'm, I'm like, oh my God, it is like this in your country. And she's like, oh, it works like this in your country, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. I never really thought about that. I always just assumed everyone in Europe or every European country had free healthcare um yeah. might not be the case uh, it is at least in the countries that i've visited and lived visited maybe not because i've visited countries that never really asked about their health <laughs> but yeah no but i would say it's still pretty inexpensive like even like i am paying less that when my sister like my parents paid for my sister high school so because that one was private one so yeah i, mean, I went I to a private yeah yeah school when i was little um because it was like either public school in the bronx or private school in the Bronx. <laughs> Still in the Bronx. Uh, yeah, so my mom paid for me to go to private school. And it wasn't easy. It was a constant mm-hmm. kind of struggle to pay for, for school each month. Uh, but hearing that there's, like, free yeah. primary, secondary school where you don't need a security guard, because in the States you do. It's just it's yeah. just a whole way of... It's so different. I mean, we would get... We would get... Um, what's it called? In university, we got... Uh, training for what happens if uh, if a gunman comes into the university yeah. mm-hmm. it's like a crazy to think about that i got that yeah. and then here students are just willy-nilly walking around yeah. while i still have that unfortunately i still have that trauma or uh, that thought of there could be a gunman in any corner mm-hmm. it's what i genuinely 
think of mm-hmm. whenever I enter a room, all because I grew up with that, yeah. thinking that there could be a potential violence somewhere around the corner. And then, like, Lauren's over here, like, la, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> not really seeing that, which is great. I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy you have that. <laughs> but it's just, I can see, like, the difference of mm-hmm. seeing, like, always looking out for danger while mm-hmm. other people maybe mm-hmm. in Europe are a bit more, like, calm and relaxed. Mm-hmm. I even think about that in the metro. Like, I've had panic attacks in the metro here thinking mm-hmm. that there was someone that looked suspicious just because I'm so yeah. used to being hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you guys don't randomly see someone and go, they have a bomb. I don't think they have a bomb or, like, a gun, but I do get suspicious of, like, weird-looking guys or, like, men. Like, when they look at me a certain way or if they have, like, a phone in their hands... And it looks like they might be recording me. Like, I get mm. kind of suspicious or paranoid sometimes. But it's not, like, I don't think I can compare it to, like, your situations. It's not like I get a panic attack. I mean, and, like, I want oh, to run away. That happened, it happened once, and it happened... I think I just had news of, of, a, of a shooting that happened in, in the States. And so I was a bit more conscious mm-hmm. of that. But, yeah, I mean... Let's be fair. Crazy, weird people in the yeah. metro is just scary. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so odd people here. And I'm sure you guys have count, like told countless stories of randomness in the metro. <laughs> I mean... I don't go in the... I try not to. I go more on the bus. Because not as many crazy people go on the bus. Yeah. But crazy people? Let me rephrase that. Uh, eccentric <laughs> people. <laughs> yeah. Really? I went I went to New York like a month ago and that was like a shock for me to be like in the metro. I felt like there were like weird people. Oh no 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 yeah I'm talking about <laughs> well, here. Yeah yeah yeah. But, but then, for this... me like it was crazy in in the New York here I didn't like feel like that. See I'm so I'm also it's so odd. I'm so <laughs> I'm also so used to that that it seems normal to me. Like if you are surrounded by craziness yeah that one crazy person doesn't stand out because <laughs> you know everyone is kind of yeah. odd but here it's like everyone's kind of reading or just drinking their coffee and there's that one person that's mm. being a little bit <laughs> pers- suspicious i'm like oh okay you you <laughs> what are you doing here so it might be that mm-hmm. it, it it might be because you saw so many different yeah, things maybe there's maybe. like you know hip-hop dancers yeah. and there's literally girls <laughs> singing and there's people Guy playing sleeping violins. on the yeah. bench just hanging out random artists like just drug people yeah so there's everything which is cool <laughs> which is fun um but yeah no it's not the same here i prefer the i prefer i don't know i, I actually don't know what i prefer <laughs> if i prefer all the craziness so i don't target one person or if i prefer silence and no odd yeah things happening mm. but no the panic attack was something i think from growing up in that mm-hmm. environment that maybe you guys don't have to experience yeah. but yeah it's something i've realized recently living in spain and i'm like oh you guys will be like oh no there's another shooting i go oh just one <laughs> wasn't there one last week like, yeah so it kind of like the tolerance to violence but also the hyper aware i think is mm-hmm. to answer one of your questions earlier <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> the relationship between the states and here um I think it's it's that realizing that I don't want to go back mm-hmm. and that I prefer to live here. and But I still have a lot of the stuff that I learned from over there mm-hmm. dictating how I live here. All right. And last question. Mm-hmm. What are maybe three things that you learned from moving abroad or from living abroad? 
Oh, uh, three things that I've learned. Uh, they may they may mesh together. Hold on, because you just caught me off the spot. You know, <laughs> send me a message no. with these things. <laughs> make a list. Like, no, no. Um, how uh, independent I can be. Like, I always I grew up not knowing if I could be independent, and obviously moved to two different countries on my own. I don't have family here um, at all. So uh, the family that I do have are friends that I've made along the way. So it's that I can, well, yeah, the independence. Is it just what I learned or what people can learn? I think what you learned. Sorry? What you learned. Oh, yeah, yeah. How independent I can be um, and survive. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> um, how rich life can be if you kind of are exposed to things that you weren't exposed to at the beginning. I think my mind is much more open to acknowledging that I'm wrong about things. Not to your father, because I'm always right when it comes to... You know, <laughs> I just kind of let him say things. Um, no, but to, to acknowledge the fact that you don't know everything and that there's people that will be experts in other things. And this can be other cultures that are experts on, on other things um, that I highly admire as well. Uh, there's cultures that are much more close to the to the earth. And I like that, being able to kind of be a lot more resourceful with things that they have. And being exposed to that makes me realize I could change to be like that so I think yeah that life can be richer if you are exposed to different things and the third one is I was gonna say food but (laughs) (laughs) um uh what did I learn another language (laughs) I learned French (laughs) yeah no um I don't know I think those are the 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 third one, I think, would just be kind of an amalgamation of the, the first two. It's mm-hmm. like the independence and, and then the, the richness of life and what it can bring. The third one, people are nice. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. People, people are cool. Uh, no, actually, hold on. I just realized is that people... Um, that people that people think the same way you do without you realizing it, or that there are people out there that feel and think the same way you do. Yeah. Because um, I've recently had this thing where I'm like, uh, I've reached an age, 32, <laughs> again, <laughs> where um, like I have to kind of deal with certain things in my life and realize when speaking to my Spanish friend, to my um, to my French friend, to all of these different uh, friends from different cultures, that they're also kind of thinking of these things because mm-hmm. we're all of the similar age so it's like an age thing in life mm-hmm. and went oh that's good i'm not on my own <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not the weirdo thinking about this because everyone else is as well there's other people that that i can identify with so it's almost like no matter the culture someone will relate to you someone will relate to loneliness someone will relate to um love someone will relate to loss like everything uh there's someone out there that feels more than you think that will feel what you feel. So it's almost like you're not alone, even though you are physically. <laughs> you're not alone emotionally. <laughs> yes. There you go. Those are my three things. Amazing. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you're you welcome. for coming here. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you. After all of the things that I'm like, Lauren, invite me. I'm so useful. <laughs> and I did. And you did finally. After and you it. were useful. Thank you. No, no. Hope I can contribute something no honestly like like, i i really love this because i feel like we are kind of in this like tiny bubble where like we are the two international students and like 
people living in a different country. And we don't meet a lot of people in a similar situation here. So whenever I do, I'm like, oh my gosh, you have so much to say. And I relate <laughs> so much, you know? <laughs> it's it's fun. It's, it's fun seeing that because I'm also always, always thinking that I wish there could be a passport, like an, an Earth passport, because I don't feel also very nationalistic. So mm-hmm. as I've said before, <laughs> I don't really feel American. But it's also true that I wish there was a passport for like the world where you could just be That's a world so cool. citizen just yeah. because I, I don't feel like I'm Spanish. Mm-hmm. I've been here for eight years, nine years, mm-hmm. almost 10. I do feel like I understand a lot of what they do. And I do feel I love the country and I love the people. Um, I love the, the government in that everyone criticizes it and that's how you should do it like it should be criticized um in the states it is as well but i don't know how high up it gets there's anyway there's drama there um (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of stuff there um but i don't feel spanish i don't feel american Mm -hmm. i don't feel french i don't feel dominican yeah but i have like a touch of that Mm -hmm. um where i can identify with the seductiveness of the French <laughs> and the seriousness of the German <laughs> and the playfulness of other of the La- of the Latino. So, yeah, it's almost like I don't feel like I'm from any country, which is why I want a passport of the world, <laughs> and which is why being international is so odd because it's like I almost like wouldn't have it any other way. Mm-hmm. I can't be yeah. of one nation. I have to be international mm-hmm. because then I don't think I would be happy. So guys want to give me a passport uh, <laughs> a european passport please that'd be great <laughs> yeah that's that's why i love discussing it with everyone because i don't know how you would feel about that about being of of your country but living here like would you feel you're still national or would you prefer to be i mean i don't know because to be honest i don't I identify with a lot of things that define Czechs either. Yeah. But, like, when I think of, like, yeah, I say I'm Czech, but I don't necessarily know what it means exactly, Mm. you know? Interesting. But at the same time, like, I know I'm not Spanish either, obviously, and I haven't lived here for that long time. So I don't know. It's, like, interesting concept to think about. But, like, I would say I'm Czech, like, still I... Like, I end identify as Czech. But it's really, like, it's interesting to think about that because... Well, whenever yeah. ask me where I'm from, I give them, like, my my whole detail. I'm like, well, I grew up in New York, <laughs> but then I moved to Texas. But then I, I lived in England, and then I went back to Texas, and then I went back to England, and now I'm in Spain. And they're like... That's I don't like, know what to do with that. I mean, yeah. I'm excited to Why do that you? once I, like, finish studying here. and be like, oh, I'm Czech, but I lived in Spain for four years. <laughs> yeah, that, and then I went to Erasmus to some other country. See, I find that so cool because i only can relate to people honestly and and want to talk to people who have that kind of Mm -hmm. who when i say where are you from they kind of sigh and go well (laughs) i go yes (laughs) this is what i want because i don't Mm want i'm from this place and i've only been from this place and i'm like yeah oh i don't want to say poor them because it's also kind of yeah yeah you know their life and and maybe they love it um but it's almost like i don't know if the same we'll get to the same level Mm -hmm. of 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 conversation maybe yeah Mm, probably not (laughs) so i prefer when someone gets the "Eh, well i did this and like yes (laughs) get me a glass of wine because we are settling to figure out your whole history yeah being from no from everywhere nowhere which is what i consider it 
So we'll see. We'll see. Planet Earth. <laughs> resident of Planet Earth. That <laughs> sounds so cool, honestly, though. Being a, a resident of yeah. Planet Earth. I mean... When aliens come, that's what we'll have to say. <laughs> Which, oh, this is completely aside. This doesn't have to do with this. But my, there's a university in Scotland, I just saw it on the news, um, who said that, like, uh, com- uh, interaction with aliens are eminent. It's, like, eminent that we're going to have an interaction with aliens. And I was talking to my boss. Uh, she's Scottish. And I go, do you guys have, like, nothing else to do up there that you're <laughs> checking this? And she's like, I mean, we're all just talking about Brexit, so I guess not. <laughs> Like, you guys have had, like, three prime ministers, yeah. and everyone's like, so aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure... It was the University of Scotland yeah. as well. Odd. But one day, we will have to be, like, resident. And I think something that was sent out into space says resident of Earth, doesn't it? Like, there's a little... Oh, mm-hmm. I've heard about that. Yeah. yeah, there's something, like, hanging in the air saying that... It's not in the air. <laughs> I mean, you know... <laughs> in space up there <laughs> somewhere up there it's it's, it's yeah. probably like deep space well yeah. i don't know how big space is but huge <laughs> as, as the word probably relates but i think it's like quite out there yeah in other i planets. mean it's really i don't like the whole topic of space is really like scary to me like i don't know what's going on there i don't want to know you oh, know. I love it. You do? Brand wants to know. <laughs> yeah. Well, not that I want to know. I'm accepting of things that I don't know. Um, I don't think we need answers for everything, which is very unscientific of me because scientists are always trying to figure out answers. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like there's a limit. Like, you won't mm. know beyond a certain point. So why why theorize it? That's where I believe religion comes in, to be honest. Uh, mm. But I honestly sometimes <laughs> wake up in the middle of the night and go, how is the earth still floating? Okay. <laughs> No, but that thought scares me so much. <laughs> like, how are we not dropped? Like, I know there's a there's a thing, gravitational, yeah. whatever. But like, why gravitational? Whatever. Yeah, scientists. Yeah, well, a uh, biologist, <laughs> not a physicist. I know it's some gravitational pull in the axes mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. But still, like, how? Yeah, same. how are we floating? But that's why I can't think about those things because then I go into this like spiral of fear and. I'm just like, how? What if we fall? <laughs> there will be, be fall. yeah. Then we fall. There will be no after. That's almost like, to be honest, that guides me to be like. There was someone that said I was listening to actually just recently that said um, it was a. I think it's Dylan. Oof, I'm forgetting her last name. It's a transgender activist uh, influencer. Sorry, and she said, um, like why should I care what people think about me? And a meteor can hit me and can hit the yeah. earth at, at any moment, yeah. which I think she saw the movie Up, which was very long. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what influenced her. She's like, a meteor can hit at any moment, so why should I really care? Yeah. So I was like, you almost, yeah, afterwards, you won't really know the difference. So it's almost like, why freak out about it? I mean, I do, I do. <laughs> I get you. I freak out about it. But then I go, meh. <laughs> kind of just kind of got to let it go. <laughs> Because yeah. I gotta work tomorrow morning, and you gotta write a paper, or you gotta do some project. So true. The Earth will keep spinning, however it does, <laughs> and the sun will still expanding, hmm. and the moon will still move closer, uh, further and further away. Crazy. More problems. I know, but that's for like your future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've gotten to an age. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I do worry about the earth. I'm very, I'm very trying to be eco-conscious, but yeah, it's things like that I can't worry about. No. The sun expanding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate the heat. I'm going to suffer a lot, but it'll do what it'll do. <laughs> oh my God. You live here during the summer, right? Yeah. 
How? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think I go into a comatose state. It's terrible. I know. I That's not like, how do you do it? I don't know. Well, there's a pool in my building. <laughs> so that might have been it. I take cold showers. I don't know. I can't remember it. Like, every time I think, oh, summer. Well, one, I hate summertime anyway. <laughs> the, it's a general. I think okay. I've expressed this feeling of not liking summer. I don't understand. Because it's hot. And it's like... Here. <laughs> no, I, Here. Pre- I prefer... Switzerland, yeah. on the other hand. Well, I guess if you go to Australia, <laughs> it's winter time, so I could always go there. Uh, ooh, note to self. Go to Australia. <laughs> Wait, go to Australia in the summertime. Or, or New Zealand, where my dad lives. Um, yeah, no, I don't like summertime. I don't like taking things off. <laughs> I prefer putting them on. No. Like, I like... Hated. The, not the... Like, wintertime, don't need a shower every day. I know probably people do, but don't need to. Mm. Yeah. Well, summertime, you have to every 30 seconds. True. That's true. I hate that feeling. I don't like it. My skin isn't made for that. <laughs> it's made That's to not true. shower. <laughs> <laughs> no, we realized that we, here we too, We discovered honestly. that, yeah. Because our the water here is killing our skin. <gasps> oh, too much... Um, Chlorine? I was going to say calc or something like that. Calcium? I don't know. Like in France, in Paris, they there's... Uh, uh, I have a friend that lived there, or lived. I don't know if she still is. Um, she she, uh, she was talking about how all the international students talk about, or international people talk about how the water. So I think it's called kalki or kalki. I don't know, mm-hmm. but it has like these mineral thingies that dries up the hair and makes it brittle yeah. and fall. So maybe you have like a buildup because the water here is pretty alright in Spain. In general. But in Switzerland we have a lot of kalk. And there I don't have dry skin. Then I come here and I have dry yeah. skin. And I think Same. it's because of the chlorine. Because we don't have chlorine in the water in Switzerland. There's chlorine in the water? Yes. Oh, well, I still drink it. <laughs> Same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's know. It's killing me on the outside and <laughs> on the inside. <laughs> well, I mean, there's so many things that are killing us on the inside and the outside. I mean, exactly. Do you so sleep we with just your have phone? to let it go. Do you sleep with your phone next to your bed? Yes. Yeah. I often think about that. I was like, oh, this is going to give me something later on, isn't it? But, but airplane mode. Nope. Leave it on. I leave it on. I know. Why? Oh, you leave it on. But airplane leave it on. Mode does it make no? a difference if I, like, put it on the table and then sleep in the bed? Like, if it's still in the same room? <laughs> I'm not a physicist. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried now. Hi, I mean, I kind hi of if there's a physicist out there, please call us at 999-734. No. 2121. No, I have no idea. Uh, I just worry about it just because, you know, they've said things like yeah. if a yeah. man leaves his phone in his pocket, it can true. it can decrease his sperm count yeah things that i as a 32 year old <laughs> i have to think about <laughs> but yeah no i've heard that so i don't know why having a phone next to you doesn't do something it must make you know some slight waves that come yeah, out I mean, yeah. for sure. must activate your yeah. brain and you're aware of it just like when you're hyper aware like when you're when your alarm goes off mm-hmm. i don't know how long it takes you but it takes me two seconds to like open to True. Yeah. So your brain is still kind of listening. It's listening to the waves. <laughs> the aliens are gonna send. <laughs> University of Scotland, study that. <laughs> what does what does sleeping next to a phone do to your brain? That's important. Gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna send a letter. You should. <laughs> I will. Well, it's too far. I'll send an email. <laughs> yeah. No, don't send letters. It doesn't work. No. I realized. No. 
I mean, it was my fault. No, because I sent <laughs> a letter to my mom and it never, I mean, it was physically in front of the house, but it's a new house. So my mom didn't put up the number yet. And so the guy was like, hmm, it's probably this house, but I'm not going to deliver it because it's not, it doesn't have the number. And then they send it somewhere and it's never to be found again. Oh. It's back in Spain, right? Don't I don't know. know. I asked. Spain. I even asked here at the post office, and she's like, "No, like it's probably there, but we can't give it to you because like it's thousands of letters. No one's gonna look for it." I'm like, Thanks. "You're like, I will go look. For it. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Please let me in." I have this weird thing, like not not fantasy, but like romantic idea of writing a letter and it not getting to the place until like 200 years later, and then someone oh. who has never seen or knows mm. about you all of a sudden opens this letter, and it's like hey yo what's up <laughs> i'm in spain just hanging out and then they're kind of like who is this person like a new story i always find that interesting because i know that used to happen back in the day like mm-hmm. back in the day world war ii or something which you know is the only time i cut my cutoff date <laughs> i don't know what happened after world war ii uh, like between world war ii and when i was born pff, no idea um but i i heard things about like war veterans or or, or people that died during the war um their letter not getting to the place until like years later mm-hmm. and then kind of the just imagine receiving a letter of someone who is no longer alive and you go whoa yeah what were they thinking what were they saying so i always find that like a romantic notion of sending a letter so that might happen that might happen to you your letter might one day get to the check and it's like this lonely guy who's well, like and the person there. is gonna have a polaroid picture of me be like hi can you imagine that might be the start of a book <laughs> i was gonna say because i'm like aspiring to be a writer and i was gonna say this is such a great like story to I, write to be honest i think someone's written it but you can expand upon it send it to the moon <laughs> okay. pretty sure a letter to the moon hasn't been written about although actually i just read a book <laughs> about there being a, a colony in the moon but um and and a writer traveling to earth but yeah i mean if you need ideas i gotcha (laughs) okay i'm always bringing with random ideas however (laughs) your letter will eventually get to someone who knows might be a little girl who just needs a friend and then all of a sudden this letter's there and it's like this this cool girl just polaroid picture (laughs) with a mask in the background and then she investigates what the mask was and she realizes it's covid and and the year 2020 like we used to do with the spanish well i used to do with the spanish influenza so mm-hmm. it'll get here someday <laughs> yeah before, before a meteor hits the world or the world drops someone will get that letter okay okay i mean that kind of makes me feel better you know? and now book club book club <laughs> all right so I've actually been reading again. Yes! A big event. Sounds exciting. I, got, I know, I know. I got the, the newest book from Taylor Jenkins Reid from My Secret Santa. And it's fantastic. Um, it's about, it's the Carrie Soto is back. Or Soto is back, but I think it's Carrie Soto is back. It's about a tennis player. She was the best tennis player in the world, ranked number one for a very long time. She held the title, uh, she held the record for the most amount of Grand Slams. And basically, the story follows her entire, like, childhood growing up, how she got to pick up this huge tennis player. 
But then the main focus is when she decides to come out of retirement to defend her title as number one tennis player in the world. Because while she's in retirement, another tennis player, um, these are not spoilers, this is in the, on the first page. Mm-hmm. Another tennis player um, beats her record. And so she decides to come out of retirement to try to reclaim that record. I mean, I love it. I love her style of writing. I think it always really, like, you get to understand the characters really well. It's one of those books that you just want to continue reading, continue reading, continue Mm -hmm. reading. And she also writes those type of books where you're really sad when it's over because you will no longer be able to follow that character's life. And, yeah, so, so far, I really like it. I wanted to say something else and I forgot. (laughs) Did you finish the book you were reading before that? No. (laughs) You left it there? Oh my god. I mean, I still haven't finished Weathering Heights. I'm like somewhere behind the half. I don't know. And I started reading a new book too. I think yesterday. Because I still have a whole like box of books that I bought, you know, the last time. And I wanted to like start reading something and like I read maybe the first 20 pages and it brings me so much joy I can't even tell like it's just like I'm flipping through the pages it's so fast it's also I mean it's also in Czech so I have like zero problems with understanding anything and it's a completely different feeling right yes it's so nice to have that again because with the other book every page was a freaking struggle yeah Like, yeah. you know, it was like a chore. And with this one, it's like, no, I cannot stop reading. So, yeah. so we took Brienne's advice. We started reading another book. I do have to finish the first one, though, because I want to leave it here at home. And I just I just want to finish it because I feel like it's such a burden. And I can't, like, it's it's stopping me from reading other books. But I started reading, like, a new one, so I have, like, some joy from reading another book, and I and then I have, like, the motivation to finish the previous one. So hopefully it'll work. No, I'll finish the other one, too, just because I'm almost done. But yeah. I didn't feel like dragging it with me <laughs> to Switzerland just to not read it in Switzerland. Because I was like, if I have the other book, I know I'm going to read the other mm. book over this book. So, oh, I remember what I wanted to say about the this book it's the like all of the books from tale of Street. at least at least these ones that i've read are like in the same universe mm-hmm. so like the characters will be like mentioned briefly in all of the different books like there are certain connections between all of the books and the interesting thing is that the main character from this book was briefly mentioned in malibu rising i believe and there she's kind of like depicted as a villain or like as the bad guy for reasons that I don't think I can say (laughs) but yeah she's just kind of briefly mentioned I mean you don't really know her that well but you get the impression that she's kind of a terrible person so it's interesting to then like read the book and actually like get to know her and understand her reasonings for what she did and all that kind of stuff and then you know you understand her better and it's not just like oh this bad person and I feel like that's the case with a lot of her books when she briefly mentions these characters you're like what the hell And then you read their whole story, and it's quite interesting. So I love that about her books, too. But how, like, I admire this so much, because how do you, how are you being able to, like, do that? And and, because you have to, I don't know, like, I would get lost in all of the, like, character stories and everything. I think, I don't know how much she plans it out. I mean, I don't want to discredit her. Maybe she has a whole, like, plan. 
But I feel like possibly also she just like writes the books, and then she's like, I would find it interesting to like explore this character a little bit more, and then she writes about that. Hmm. True. Because I feel like there's not like too many connections to where like it would limit you to what you can do. Hmm. So I feel like that could be the case. I mean, she's just kind of created this universe where, you know, like certain newspapers are mentioned over and over again, and they're made up, and that also kind of connects it. But with the characters. I feel like maybe she's just like, oh, this this woman that I mentioned in that one book, maybe it'd be interesting to write about her. Mm, I don't know. True. Maybe I've, I've never looked into it. Maybe she has it all planned out, but it is crazy. It does sound cool. Yeah. And then I also watched, you know, the Going Home for Christmas, the Norwegian Christmas show? The one I told you about, but I haven't watched. <laughs> well, you watched that one, but then the new one came out and you told me about that. Okay, okay. So, storm, storm Before Christmas or something uh-huh. like that, or Storm Before Christmas. And I watched that too and loved it. It's You should, I mean, I don't know if you want to watch it now, but next Christmas. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because I just loved it. It really had almost, like, I want to say the cast was almost, like, one-to-one. I Maybe they just have, like, these 20 actors in Norway. and. <laughs> right. But it wasn't connected to the first thing at all, no? No, not at all. They all play very different people and no connection at all. But I really loved it because it's set at, a, at an airport. And it's basically just a bunch of different people who show up to this airport for different reasons and then a storm happens and a snowstorm happens and they all get stuck in that airport because the flights get cancelled so they all have to spend the night at that airport and they kind of interact in different ways, they connect and it's following all these people's different stories and what they're struggling with at that moment and it's beautiful. Hmm. I loved it. Like it's it's really nice in a way that it's not like a like cheesy Christmas mm-hmm. I mean the way I described it it might sound like that but it's not and you love all the characters even the ones that you hate in the beginning because you start to understand them better and it's really nice so I would recommend that for you know next Christmas yeah I'll leave it for next Christmas because yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a bunch of things this year and now I, yeah, I, I mean I kind of like whenever like, the Christmas Eve is over, and then maybe, like, the two or three days after where we do, like, all the visits and stuff, I feel like Christmas is just over. Yeah, no, for me, it's done. But that was the only show or movie I watched this year. So, like, Christmas Eve. How sad. But, like, I, I have to do that. Yeah, I mean, it sounds nice. At I'm thinking one. if I watched anything, I feel like I haven't. I think... We only watch like the either Czech fairy tales or classics. I feel like the one day before Christmas Eve and then like one or two days after. And then I haven't watched anything since. I mean, I don't know. I feel like honestly, because I think two days ago I like went to my dad's and I've been here and I've done nothing. But I still like the time flies by so fast. Yeah. I don't, I'm really, I'm really confused. (laughs) No, it's really weird because also when I landed, I was like, I swear to God, I just came home for Christmas. Like, right? This just happened last year. How am I coming home for Christmas again? And I was with my friends yesterday and we were looking at the photos from our New Year's Eve Mm -hmm. celebration last year. And we were like, no, this just happened. Yeah. This is not a year ago. This just happened. 
So I don't know what the hell is going on with 2022. I, I can't explain it. But yeah. It is crazy. I mean, when I, I was uh, doing like some reels for my account and for our account, and I was doing like the yearly recap, and I was like, what the hell? This was just uh -huh. yesterday, and we did so much for like since then, and it's just really insane but I loved doing the recap because I don't I just like at first I wasn't as excited I was like but like I I remember all of these I feel like I don't know and then when I finally like finished doing it I was like I'm so happy I did it because it's just no it's a nice time capsule it is I really love doing those yeah yeah And we also, we edited, or we are editing our YouTube videos. I still have to do one more. You also, right? You also yeah. have to do one more. But finally, after three months, <laughs> we we are doing it. You know, it's... But you know what I realized? At least the day in the life video that I edited, it didn't even take me that long. So I was like, why didn't I do it right away? That's true. That one... Like, honestly, yeah, you didn't have a lot of footage because that's always what takes a long time. Like, the gushing, yeah. I feel like I take a while because we have a lot of stuff. Mine took a long time because. Yeah. But yeah, with the day of life. Also, honestly, the first week, the one that I'm working that I have to do now, probably we could have done. I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Me neither. Because I, I mean, I remember we were busy in the sense that we were like, I don't know, going to paint mugs. We went social, uh, social plans. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, did I not have like three hours to edit the video? I probably did. We were just that was in a relaxed phase, you know. Yeah. We weren't used to. That was right after summer. We were still. <laughs> I also think because I switched editing programs. And so I was like, ah, this new one, I don't know it that well. So I don't want, uh -huh. you know. So I think I was held back with that a little bit. But hopefully yeah, we'll check them out. Yes, we're very excited about them. They <laughs> <laughs> make us so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And... And happy new year. Oh, true. Yes. Happy new year. Oh, my God. Once this comes out, it's going to be 2023. Yes. I don't under... The thing is, I don't like that number. I don't like no, the three in the number. No. And now it's my age. It's the year. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. But it's just so crazy. Like, I don't know. I feel like 2019, like, it's going to be four years. Ugh. And I'm like, where did the time go? Like, please. That's crazy. But I feel like everybody's feeling like that. Yeah, you know? I mean... It's not a subjective thing, which is even weirder. <laughs> But I feel... I honestly, I feel like it's... Whatever year it is, I feel like people always feel like that. 2020 took forever <laughs> to finally leave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a difficult one. Yeah, that was a hard one. <laughs> But yeah, Happy New Year. We hope you had a nice celebration. Yes. And good luck. <laughs> Yeah, you'll need it, and we'll need it too. Yes. All right, bye. <laughs> If you like this podcast and want to support us, share it with your friends. Follow our IG account, let's shoot a fat underscore podcast, or leave us a review, giving us your thoughts on the podcast. If you want to get in touch, all of our contact information is in the description. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.